Well, hold your horses there, cowpoke, because it's time to talk about the only things that are certain in life. That's right. It's time for death and taxes. The only podcast about death, taxes, and the Lone Star State of Texas, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm your host, Conchito Alonzo, and coming from live from Texas is my cohort compatriot, my horny cowpoke compatriotio di audio of the audio, Kevin Naroni. What's up, Kevin? Hey, man. It's been a while since we've done this. I, I, I've missed this yeah so you know just to get us back into it uh which one do you want to start with first texas taxes or death uh let's let's start with with texas and then merge into texas taxes and then just taxes all right um this hometown is known for the location of a big rock full of holes from a gun I'm talking, of course, about Abed, Texas. That's right. Abed's in the studio today. What's up, Abed? Hi, Texas. What is with the Texas stuff? Speaking of what's with the Texas stuff, what's with your audio? Oh, my bad. That's better. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, you sound way different all of a sudden. I did that because I was laughing earlier. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) That's good. But what were you saying? Uh, Sorry, I cut you off, man. You cut me off? It's your show. Yeah. And and yet, you know, what were you saying? I'm glad I'm glad I'm here with you and Kevin, but I would be happier if Jeff was here. Yeah. <laughs> what would you what would you want if Jeff was here, what would you want him to be doing to really, you know, live up to I your wanna, expectations? I want to talk to him about old movies cuz we have the same like tastes every time he mm-hmm. brings up an old movie i've seen it so i'm like yeah. oh my god you're the he's the only person i know that have seen as many old films as me and there's nobody like us you know that's watching that old stuff because it's like the For best sure. like um have you ever seen in in this hour life oh Peter? yeah for sure has jeff oh seen my, that one she runs over a kid mm-hmm. uh, she runs over a little kid and then blames it on the uh, on her butler. I won't go into yeah. specifics, but holy shit, is that not nuts? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And have you seen the station agent? Uh, is that like a foreign movie? Uh, it's. I don't think it's foreign. I mean, it's kind of foreign-ish a little bit. It's, Isn't uh, it about the guy that's just at a um, stop station? Kevin, am I right? Kevin knows. Train station. Stop station where you stop. Train station, yeah. I, I think it is about a train station. Oh God. Kevin, is Kevin answer. frozen? Did Kevin He's freeze? Free. If we got Kevin uh I guess frozen day. <laughs> oh man. I wish Kevin wasn't frozen so we could talk about this with Kevin here. But Wait, he told me actually, Spencer, this is fascinating. He wants me to take his place. I don't know how to do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, that's so convenient. You know, uh, didn't he, you know? He told me that you should lend me fifty dollars. Also, what? It, it, okay, so, look. do you really need fifty dollars? 
No, I'm okay. How do you think? Hey, Kevin's back. Uh, how do you think? How do you think you would be Kevin and and take his place if you had to? I guess like well, that. Is said, take a drink. This is what Kevin said before we started the show. He was like, um, "If if I don't respond, Abed, then fill the void." Like, mm-hmm. oh, now he's. I think he's there now. Kevin, yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. I'm back now. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I, I feel like I missed you. so much in those ten seconds. <laughs> you really well, I was did. Saying, sorry, Spencer. I keep talking over you. Um, go ahead. It's okay. No, no, you go for it. Well, Spencer. I mean, Kevin. Me and Spencer were discussing before we started the show. You quickly, and <laughs> I'm sorry to say this to the audience. You were like, "Oh, but if you don't hear from me, take my spot." And I was sort of like, "What does that mean? It means I have to run the show." <laughs> So yes, you got to run all this. Before we start, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. No, we're just having, on my end, some technical problems tonight with the servers that run all this. So I was just letting them know, just just run with it if I, if I disconnect like I just did right there. I hope that's not an omen. You're, yeah. you're sounding more robotic because usually Kevin sounds like a robot. No, you don't, Kevin. You sound great. Um, but you sound kind of like choppy. And I guess, is that what, what's happening? Yeah, the, we're having some internet connection problems right now. But yeah, I don't I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I need to be comforted. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Spencer. I mean, this is your show, so. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's my show. It's time to get back to the things we do on my show that we would be doing if you weren't going so crazy, Abed. Um, I'm a little, uh, you know no you're it's good i'm you know as much as you're a little i'm like a lot right now you know i'm like so <laughs> i think exactly i think is that definition of what is well it? that's the question i think it's it's not it's not entirely clear uh which is you know i think that's a topic that comes up when abed is on all the time but i really wanted to get down to so yeah like you were saying kevin before the show you were telling abed um that you might drop out and he has to like fill in for you and fill the void right so right i was wondering because then at one point during the show kevin i don't know if you recall but you actually did drop out and so (laughs) that put that put abed into a position where he did actually have to fill that void and so i was just curious uh abed like how would you fill that void if you felt you know kevin he goes dark again like he like just happened you know but he doesn't come back on like, what's your first thought? Like, what well, are, like, are you are you thinking about the board? Are you thinking about his, you know, jokes or his presence? Like, what are you what are you doing? Where's your mind going? Oh uh, well, it just happened because, like, I mean, it, it's creepy, um, Spencer. Because when it happened, I'll just describe what I felt. Um, yeah, I saw Kevin's face, like he was reacting, but then there was no sound, so I couldn't tell. Like Kevin being hilarious. If he was just doing a bit, like I say something to him and he just doesn't answer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, because I can see his face. I can see him reacting and it's just kind of weird. So I, I think that means I just talk with you and I co-host, but Mm -hmm. I'm a better host than a Mm -hmm. co-host. As you know, I have a show as well. So that's why I, I sounded earlier. Like I was like, I'm probably doing now like, just talking too much yeah 
I but see it's interesting because I think that that Kevin doesn't talk very much. You know, he he mostly just uh, I mostly do most of the talking. You know, so if you're trying to fill Kevin's void, I think you know maybe you'd need to I don't know what like uh, play sound effects or something. You know, right? Oh yeah, like, like Fred from Howard Stern. Yeah, does he play a lot of sound effects? Does he play the Bob and Billy sound effect guy? He, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know Howard Stern, but Fred, Fred, um, I forget his last name, but he basically just uh, will do sound effects to just do that to colorize the show in, in a way because it's mm-hmm. it's it's audio. You have to make it fun, you know. Like, yeah, but he would do like clips from movies, so it's like hilarious because then I th- I always go, oh my god, that's from fucking Godfather. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like at times you're like, well, what's that from? And then some, they have one sound effect that's from like a music video, like a guy falling. It's like the sound of a guy falling downstairs. <laughs> like, oh, that's a fall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could do that kind of stuff, I guess. What kind of sound effects should we add to our show, you think, if we needed to do more sound effects? Like a slide whistle and like a, a drum beat for like a joke. You know, but I'm mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, Slide whistle's good. It's like when things rev up. And then there's one more. Oh, yeah, like when it's early, you do like the rooster sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like wake up. Like at the, do that sound. the very beginning of the show, because that's the earliest part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Or the earliest part of the day. I just think like to me, those simple sound effects are the funniest because it's like almost stupid, right? But mm-hmm. it was one of the reasons I was such a, a big Howard Stern fan. Um because uh, I used to listen to it while I was working, and I just enjoy their like banter and then like the sound effects. It was just like the full package. So when you listened to it while while you were working, was it just on the radio? No, I had to download because you needed Sirius, and it was annoying because mm-hmm. Sirius kept going up like to buy to buy it, and I wasn't in my car a lot, so I just found a website and downloaded like every episode after it aired. I'd even download like the best of stuff and I, I would listen all the time. Like it was like a problem because I, Kevin, maybe you know this as a fan of his, right? He, I would listen to him all day long because I had backup episodes, but then I would get like withdrawals because it was almost like I was addicted. Um, yeah, I do that with everything I consume. Like I, I watch it faster than it comes out and then yeah. I get frustrated. So then I wait and then don't watch anything and then just consume it all again. And then, yeah. That's what I do now with podcasts because I just finished one and now I'm starting another because I'm catching up. Because I'm just catching up with all those. Idiotic. What one did you just finish and what are you starting now? Podcast. I, I was listening to D&D. It's um, David Spade and Dana Carvey's podcast. It's really good. Oh, cool. And um, I'm all caught up. And uh, so then I was listening to Movies That Made Us, which is um, Joe Dante and Josh Olson. They talk about movies and they talk to screenwriters and directors. Mm-hmm. Um so it's more like their favorite stuff banter with Joe Dante is like one of my favorite directors. So he's like, I just love hearing him talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell I like movies, but um, I, once again, I'm, I'm talking too much Spencer. Like I it's apologize. Okay. Our this guest is like today Spencer is Abed Geith. Everybody who uh, he enjoys movies. If you're not aware, he's a big movie buff. You could check him out on Shrub home video. Check him out on TikTok. He's been making TikToks. What, how do you like TikTok, Abed? I hate TikTok. I don't like it, and I don't. Why know are you making TikToks doing. then? Because everyone has to do them. 
Like mm-hmm. if you don't do them, you're right. not cool, right? Okay. And I got yeah. I got about 800 views in like a day. Nice. So That's I good. Like I know, and I don't know what I did differently. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. But I don't like yeah. it. I social media. I'm trying to get off of. If that makes sense. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, just because you feel, why specifically do you want to get off of it? I don't know a lot of reasons why a lot of people get off of it. but Well, this is going to get philosophical, but um, I saw a problem that was going on. I think people are, their moods change, their attitudes and like depressions deepen or, or heighten based on a lot of social media crap. So I was like, I need to detach and feel like a human being again because I was raised without it. So I want to mm-hmm. know that feeling of it's basically like I want to get rid of my phone so bad, but I can't. Yeah. Um, and anyway, because like I am trying. Sorry, Spencer, but I went through stuff, and I'm trying to be creative and te- and do output and create stuff, and I can't do it when social media to me is this big waste of time. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what what did you even going through that that has made you feel oh, like that? I had like a crash, like in all ways, like like creatively, uh, money wise, um, depression. I was like out of it. I was like on a lot of like drugs, and I just didn't know what to do. And then I just unplugged and went to Wisconsin and just kind of wiped the slate clean, and I was fixed. I came back better than ever. Like stronger more creative like money doesn't bother me as much as it used to like it used to be my main concern and you know now it's just i keep myself meditating and you know i'm healthier i have diabetes but i pretty much stay away from anything that's like harmful to my body um Mm -hmm. so i have more energy and stuff and i'm trying to get off caffeine but it's really hard yeah Um, but anyway, I, it's, it's fixed my, way, my life in all ways. But the best thing I learned is I was just very lost creatively and, and, and pursuing what I want to attain out here in Hollywood. So I needed to get to this place of pure, like, like I, why am I doing this? It's because I'm inspired by stuff, so I need to get closer to that stuff. So I just studied a lot of writing and, like, you know, my favorite stories and what inspires me, whatever. And then like a floodgate, I got better at writing and I just kept writing. So I've like started, I got like now seven things. <laughs> it's too much. Wow. Are, are you doing them all at once? Or are you trading off between different things I, to work on? Or One's like a project that's been going five years. So I hope it happens. The other is a project that's been going two years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I hope that happens. The other thing is I'm doing something with Mike and it's really fun and we both enjoy it, but it takes up a lot of our time. But um I'm just hoping it'll work it'll amount to something. But it's like when you say Mike, I'm, do you mean Mike Chillian? Yeah, which, Mike which, Chillian. And, okay. and then I have four scripts. One is split in two. Like I had to write one that I want to see made and one that is sellable. So it's mm-hmm. like two versions. So that doubles the work. Then I have another one that I came up with in Wisconsin based on a true story, and it's like really hard. But I'm on episode thirty, or uh, sorry, page thirty-five. So it's like mm-hmm. each one is like distinct, but I'm trying to make everything work because each script that I'm working on will get to ninety pages or one hundred and twenty. But because uh, mm-hmm. and I, I have a pilot, but I finished it. 
it's it's like a cartoon pilot. But I started it about seven years ago and never finished it. So I finally finished it. And it's it's not great, but it's a like a half an hour cartoon pilot. So I have something. If someone's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's, let me look at your writing. You know, I can like give them that. Um, yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, yeah. You uh, you said that uh what did you say? Oh, you said that you feel like you got lost or whatever. Do you know what what like what f- made you feel like you got lost or do you know like I like I don't have money or a job. Sure. I don't really have a career. Right. Um, I was in SAG but I wasn't getting hired on anything. Mm-hmm. Like as a voice actor, I worked on like three things, like a video game uh I got cast in like my friend's show. I'm in a show coming up. I just don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it yet. Sure, yeah. But it hasn't aired yet, so I'm gonna wait. Um, but well, that's good though. I, I haven't been it. cast in my friend's show. You know, I got lucky, but I, sure. I honestly wasn't getting hired for writing. That's the thing. I wasn't a writer. I wasn't in um, Writers Guild WGA, and when the the strike happened. Like everyone was like me, nobody had work, so everyone was going crazy. And I'm like, I've lived this way for five years. <laughs> I haven't had it. I mean, I've pitched, I've almost been working on stuff, but nothing that yeah. was monetarily happening and career changing. So, at a certain point, um, you know, it was like I, I kind of the strike in a way was like, oh, everyone's fucked. So then I'm like. Oh God! Like everything that I worked hard for, that I was getting close to, because I was developing a show that that I'm still working on, but it got put on hold. The other thing I was working on got put on hold. So you're like, will these things ever happen? Is AI going to destroy all of us? So mm-hmm. it was like that moment of like, oh my God, I was lost, and I just was like, well, asking the question of, do you have any writing completed? And I had all these things almost done. So I was like, you can only blame yourself. You haven't finished anything. And I had like, you know, my show on Shop Home Network, which it's like, I mean, I don't think anyone watches it. Like, I think I have a huge audience, but I never see those people. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, like, if it's working. And if, like, I mean, it was like that moment where I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I will end up. So, like, I went to Wisconsin to help my mom. She was, like, she had surgery. And I felt like I needed a break. And it was going to only help me because everything I was going through was just, like, driving me crazy. You know? Yeah. Like, I couldn't do my show because I, was, I wasn't allowed to, to – remember, Kevin, to have clips. Um, yeah. So, I was like, my show's all clips. It's all, like, television and movie stuff. So, I just didn't, couldn't do anything. So I went to Wisconsin and then like because I was deplugged from everything, I was in a really small town where nobody knew me. And going into town every day, experiencing small town life was the greatest thing. There was like a cafe that I was went into and like a band played one night. And it was just magical. And I think because I was outside of the system and I'm not running into people that have a screenplay or a, an audition. It just felt good. Um, and I recommend people just 
whoever you are, whatever you do, get out of your comfort zone for a while and you'll kind of get to back to basics on what you want to do with your life and who you are, you know? So why did being in a small town away from people who had scripts to write and that were trying to sell stuff, why did that make you go like, Hey, this is nice. I want to keep doing this. We're in a, like a stupid aquarium where there's, where every person's a fish. Sure. And everyone's trying to write a script to do a movie. So it's daunting because I don't even know if I belong in doing it. So I see people that don't belong and they're getting successful. And it it rose to a fever point for me of like I've written on shows, I've created things and like had near misses. Like I did a comic book and no one read it. <laughs> it's like I've done things and no one's seen them. So it's like you can't like what's going on? Like how do I get to level two um but anyway I, i'm almost on level four but i was at the mm-hmm. time feeling like it was level two yeah that makes sense um, so um <laughs> where you're at or where you're feeling right now and stuff with everything how do you feel like do you have like a way that you're gonna try and like gauge if it's not working or are you just gonna keep doing this like forever well, does that make sense it really does but I'll fall in line somewhere, like whether it's comic books or my talk show or some kind of writer job. Like I think I'll fall into one place because the mm-hmm. way my life goes is like things when they look bad they turn around. You know, I've I've like fallen far, farther than you can imagine, Spencer. Where I'm almost like poor or uh, out of where or homeless. So sure, I've found my way back. So I think. As long as I just keep my sights in line of like what I want, then I can get there. But yeah, it, it is all about falling and then stepping up and then falling again. It's like unless you have the stamina, you cannot survive. Mm-hmm. But uh, so f- anyway. go ahead. What were you going <laughs> to no, no, say? No, that's it. It's like uh, oh. just like a, a sick game that everyone's playing. <laughs> sure, I'd say so. It's very and sick, it's, and it's almost like the what's at stake it doesn't really matter because people i know that have had shows have lost them and and not had anything after that it's like you know i've you know what i'm saying it's like you nothing is constant or for sure so that makes it i think in a way that's amazing but then another way it sucks because i i have to food food and bills to pay for you know um yeah but it's it's made it so that you kind of um are like i don't know kind of it sounds like newly sure and confident again like in a way that maybe you were worried about before i was never confident before i was um i know that was a problem but i just didn't i couldn't figure out like where i'm good and how i'm good or like Mm -hmm. if i'm good you know what i'm saying like it was bouncing around from different things because I was always almost having a show like either Mm -hmm. created by like either a show I was creating or I was helping to create it would just fall apart and it was never me it was like the network it was like some executive that like just got fired you know and we were there like pet project it's like stuff like that has nothing to do with creativity at all like any kind of thing I was working on, like everything I did, I, I did the right way, the way I thought was good. 
but it doesn't matter. Like it's out of your hands really. And it's I think once you realize that and you get better at it, you become more like confident like to say like it doesn't matter, you know, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like that the thing sense. I'm working on with Mike without saying too much. Like there's no stakes. There's stakes, but then there's just like we're doing it because we we enjoy it. And I think that creates a better thing at the end product because if you care more and you're less concerned about how to how it will do it it'll it'll be better i feel like i'm not funny right now (laughs) that's okay sometimes it's hard you gotta talk about serious like deep writing you know business concepts and stuff it's hard to make it all together but it's okay I'm definitely in a weird mood today, so maybe it's just a <laughs> weird, not funny episode, you know? Well, no, I, I feel like I'm being very, like, philosophical and, like, helpful, but I'm, like... Yeah, well... You're, you have a funny show, you want to be funny. Oh, um, yeah, no, the show's fucking hilarious. I mean, and you can't stop <laughs> it from being really funny. But, Abba, before the show, you were saying to me, you were telling me um, that you were feeling very philosophical in general. So, like, you know, I think that's just kind of the energy a little bit. Well, um, I, I have this, like, right, um, meet this group that I've been meeting with, and, like, Kate's in the group, but we're we're very much just, like, helping each other creatively, and I think it's been the best like that's helped the most mm-hmm. because I hit it at the right time and it almost fixed my brain because my brain is, we you all, everyone knows like you're, you're scrambled up most of the time. You can't figure stuff out. So it's like that book really, it's like this um, self-help for book for writers or creative people. And we would all meet every week and talk about the book and get it. And I sound like this is like, um, <laughs> Scientology or something. Yeah, I mean, you got diabetes and you became a weird cultist. Is what it sounds like, right? <laughs> That's what I realized. Well, uh, you know, Fluffy Maddie D writes: Has Abed ever blogged about movies? I'd love to read an Abed blog. Watch my show. I talk about movies all the time. Um, Maybe your show should be a blog. Have you thought about that? Blogs? Do people still do them? I. Not really. I, I did one back in MySpace days, but like I don't, I could do one now because every day I, I right now hand write like all day mm-hmm. because I'm trying to like be creative and I'm finding better ideas when I, when I write by hand and not type. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. That's good to learn. Well, I learned it from the, uh, the book we've all been reading because <laughs> mm-hmm. like she said, there's something, the author said there's something more organic that feels like it's you when you're writing as opposed to just typing, which is like anyone can do that, you know, but yeah. I, then I can't read my writing. So that's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. Oh yeah. Um, shit. I lost my train of thought. Man. <laughs> you know what the secret to handwriting is? You have to write at an angle. So I can't write good cursive because I can't get to like tilt your hand. Yeah. It has right? to kind of lean forward a little like, bit. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you see all the pictures of writers, and they're like that because they're like, you know, they're all like sideways or whatever. I don't know how many pictures of writers I've seen that looked like what you were describing there. <laughs> I mean, like the old time writers, like uh, Jules Verne and um, H.G. Wells, or who else is there? Charles Dickens, you know, like mm-hmm. not Hemingway. He would be more recent. Um, 
Anyway, I'm I'm getting carried away. <laughs> no. Uh, see, I know. Well, what I want to know is why is your energy so low? Because you do seem low energy. Um, it's a good question. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. So this past week, I've been going to sleep and waking up a lot earlier. Mm, as well. Um, I've been going through some stuff that I'm legally not allowed to talk about. Although oh, when I'm I sorry. can talk about it, I will legally do so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it'll be legal. Um, you know, it'll be all above board, and everybody will have a good time. And so that's been tiring. Um, on weed, um, which is not fun. Well, it is fun. I don't know. You're it's, what I, uh, I, I, you cut out for. I second. relapsed. I relapsed. I'm smoking weed oh. again. I, I used to be not smoking. Do you smoke indica or sativa? I'll smoke. Yeah, I'll smoke whatever. It's not. No, but know. what do you prefer? I don't. I don't know. I, I think uh, there's some sativas I prefer, but generally I prefer indica. Yeah, but it all depends. It's like it's like flavors of ice cream. It's like what if <laughs> it was always like that? But What's your favorite day, flavor of ice cream, Abed? Oh, it's hard to talk about because I can't eat ice cream. But well, I, what I used to be chocolate mint, of course. Yeah, me too. So what if oh, really? someone's like, oh yeah, yeah. What if someone's like, oh, do you like ice cream? And you're like, yeah, man, I fucking love ice cream. I love well, mint Spencer. chocolate chip. And they're like, well, is that sativa or indica? And you're like, what are you talking? It's it's mint chocolate. I don't fucking know. It's like it's like mint. It's ice cream, and they put chocolate into it. And they're like, no, come on, man, is that sativa or indica? Like what do you not know about ice cream? It's like, man, they put the fucking chocolate chips in the mint ice cream. I eat it. It's a blast. I have a great time. I understand ice cream. It's not like I'm some idiot who doesn't understand how ice cream works. Like I just don't know whether or not mint chocolate chip is considered sativa or indica. You know, and then people well, are like, oh, you know. Why would there have to be a sativa or indica chocolate mint? Why? What's going on there? Well, that's exactly the thing, Abed, because, because you know, sativa, it's more of a head high. And so it's like, oh, is mint chocolate chip? Is it, is it your head? It's like, I don't know, man. It tastes like fucking mint. It tastes like chocolate chip. It's like doing something sweet. You know, like it tastes like yeah. fucking ice cream. It's doing its thing. Like, I don't know how you'd classify that. To me, it seems more relevant that it's mint chocolate chip than sativa or whatever, because it's I, like, I'm that's actually what it tastes why like. Why you have to make one sativa or indica chocolate. Exactly. It's like they're all different no matter what you label them, you know? Well, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about weed and ice cream. Like that's well, I'm, I'm I'm actually talking about them both at the same time by using comparative and figurative language. Oh, you're telling me that indica and sativa is like chocolate mint. You're like, you can't explain which one you like better. Well, yeah, because there's sativas that like do stuff that indicas do, and there's indicas that do stuff sativas do, and well, so it's like, well. Well, then, then there's hybrids, and then there's hybrids <laughs> that are this that are sativa dominant or indica dominant. It's like I don't fucking. Oh yeah, I don't care. you know you're right. The confusion for me is just to pick one thing, because then I I always go, well they have the brand I like, but I don't feel like indica today. But then they have on the other side a brand I've never tried with sativa, and like I pretty much am getting tired of the stores, you know where it's like brands and 
Mike Tyson has a brand. So-and-so has a brand. Have you tried so-and-so's brand? Oh, my God, get this brand. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the supermarket like you are with the chocolate mint. There's too many choices. Yeah, so, I just I don't care if it's Mike Tyson. Just give me the chocolate mint. Well, the Mike Tyson weed, though, is the best weed. So I always go, like I tried to, well, this other kind I liked before got discontinued. Because every time I like a kind, it's discontinued. Mm-hmm. And right now I like, look at this, I like the Deftone stuff. Because it's like a tincture, but it's it's hard to find. Like once I find a good one, they fucking evaporate. Like the I had a yeah. favorite vape, Spencer, that was like amazing, and they don't make it anymore. What's going what on? Was man? It? Um, what was it called? It was uh, I don't know. It had a weird name. Um, well, I can't remember because it's gone. <laughs> they what don't are you make drinking? What do you got? What do you got? Beverage wise, what is that? This is a Z, it's a mountain sevia. A mountain because sevia. I can't have sugar, and I figured you would like me to drink the Mountain Dew, right? Yeah, I was really hoping you'd drink Mountain Dew on the show today. But I can't. You told me I'll you're die. Diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, so I'll literally die. <laughs> what happened with that? How did I know you've been on and talked about it before? But like, what happened? Well, when I was in uh, Wisconsin, did I talk about this on the show, Kevin? I I, I don't know. Maybe was, I don't think so. My mom had like the best doctor uh, in Wisconsin. So I was like taking advantage of going. I made an appointment to check myself out and um, best doctor. Right. And it's pretty much my mom is paying for it. So I go to the doctor and then I find out that I have diabetes. And I didn't know. And that I almost had a stroke. So (laughs) it was pretty much like. Oh, this is what you got to do, and they gave me pills, and I'm still on the. You pill. almost had a stroke. What do you mean you almost had a stroke? Well, because my, if if I had gone the way I was, eating as much sugar as I was, uh, sure. in a month I would have had a stroke. Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? This is like the best doctor in in all of Wisconsin. It's crazy, but it's also like, uh, what do you call it? Um, rela- not relaxing, whatever. But like, <laughs> why would it be relaxing? Well, I'm just saying you had diabetes, and they're like, oh, you could just eat like this for a month, and then you'd get a stroke. You know, it's like the way people but talk you don't about know it. It's like coming. It could come like I'm. I'm just saying days. that, like, you know, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But it's just like it seems like wow, like you can really go pretty hard off of being diabetic and not die immediately if you get lucky, I guess, you know? Well, it was just a little frightening because... Oh, I'm sure it was really frightening. Yeah, I had no idea that I had diabetes. Right. It was like that, but it was like... It it was almost like that day became the worst of my life, but then the next day was the best. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Because... yeah. It was more the shock of it that was hurting than the actual, oh, this is my reality now, which was fine because Mm -hmm. I feel better. Well, it's probably because I am not eating sugar, (laughs) but uh, I feel better. I'm getting healthier and I'm exercising. and It's it's like I'm doing good habits. What are you doing exercise-wise? I go for walks, like really long walks Mm -hmm. Um, because I always need to clear my head and I I get very spacey. Yeah. Um, but I also uh, ride my bike and then I uh, skateboard sometimes. Wow. You're really getting it done, man. That's awesome. Skateboarding so, is hard because it's like 
all the kids are better than me. So they'll like make fun of me as they go past. Yeah, that's like fun. A bunch of kids making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see me on a skateboard. You'll laugh. I'm so yeah. careful of the sidewalk. I don't want to like die. <laughs> yeah, skateboarding is really uh, hard. With one and... crack, you hit one crack and you are flying. That's the thing. It's like it's all very precarious. And then, in addition to it being precarious, you also have to like go extremely hard. You know, yeah. like they're, they're like feel, going crazy. I feel if you don't go hard, the kids will laugh at you, and you don't want to have them laugh at you because that distracts you, and then you like fall. But I had this trick where I would dive into lawns, but then more sure. people are having dogs, and they're like pooping in the lawns. So that's a yeah. bad idea. Yeah, you don't want to be diving into that. Yeah, more people are having dogs now. You know, it's something you don't think about very often. But more people are having dogs. I get in trouble now. for this, but I detest dogs. <laughs> oh yeah, the barking. I can't stand the barking. I can't stand walking by and they snap at you. It's like oh, seriously. I love the barking. Oh God, it is like the noise that like short short waves my brain. I get mad. Because like I love, I love cats because they're just quiet and cool. Like they don't they don't yeah. disrupt you. It's the whole <laughs> disruption thing. So and a dog is a constant disruption. Like every yeah. day it's barking. You know. I think I disrupt my cat more than my cat disrupts me, and I think she's pretty pissed about it most of the time. That's why I like cats because they're always like, "Get away from me," and I feel like that. <laughs> so I can relate. I'm like, "Yeah, I should get the hell away from you." <laughs> right. Yeah. But the it's fun like, this part guy's cats, got the right idea. The fun part of cats is watching them squirm and then they get used to you. It's like they're the best they're the best pets. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, do you want to talk about your comic? Discord, the Discord wanted you to talk about your comic. What comic? I don't know. It sounded like you were Orcs working on a comic. Well, I did a comic called Orcs in Space, but it's hard to talk about because I did it with um Justin. <laughs> they were orcs? They weren't goblins? No, they were orcs. It was actually my brother's idea. And when he pitched it, Justin's like, hey, your brother can't really write. Can you help him? So Damn. I pretty much... Shots fired. Shouts no, no, out to Rashad. He doesn't know how to write. He, he, he's an, I mean, he didn't know how to write a story, like make it a, a, a perfect round circle story. So mm -hmm. um, I worked with him, and it wasn't good enough. And then they teamed us up with another writer. And he, me and him like hit, hit it off. Like He was a really cool writer like a nice guy and we got along and anyway that's we did 12 issues but i mean there's many reasons it didn't do well and i think it's mainly yeah. marketing but what do i know <laughs> what do you mean marketing they didn't promote the book enough and it didn't really catch on to the right audience because it should have caught we we thought it would catch on to the rick and morty audience but they hated mm -hmm. it because it wasn't like raunchy it was for like kids so right. a bunch of Rick and Morty fans are like, this isn't like Rick and Morty at all. This sucks. And I was like, it's, I never intended it to be like Rick and Morty. I made it. So it's like red dwarf and Farscape and star Trek and three stooges, like all the kind of stuff I'm into. So I figured that's got to have a good audience and either people just, <laughs> I mean, I've talked to people that like it, but I think they're just being nice. Sure. Know? Yeah, like my good friend Martin Olson. Like he he's a nice guy, but like when he says something's brilliant, I'm like, well, is it though? <laughs> but even if people don't like it, it's still impressive that you got to make it, right? You got a comic book. I had it. a comic and it was on the shelf briefly, so that's something. 
And it was about orcs in space. That's right. They hijack a spaceship and get lost in space. It's just your average orc story, only mm. in space. <laughs> but they're like three idiots. Because my favorite thing about Red Dwarf, it's a British show, is like every character's a moron, and they're all in deep space. Like they're stuck in deep space. So it's like the the awesome part of science fiction, but with the three stooges on board. Like each character's more ridiculous than the last. And that's my inspiration for that comic is I was like, if they're orcs, it'd be great if they're bumbling idiots. Cause you think of orcs as like barbarians and like, you know, like fighting in medieval combat. They don't know much else. So we made our characters sort of dumb and they don't know technology. And so then there's an AI on board, like this, like hovering machine that helps them. So then makes them the masters of the ship. And then they just go, go out in the galaxy and fuck with people and piss people off. And that's like the whole comic. Yeah, that's and they cool. want to get back to their orc home world, but they don't know how because they're on a crazy right. ship. And the, and the military is chasing them because the ship is designed like as a gunship that they steal. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, um, before the show, uh, you were telling Abed that he might have to fill in for you because there was these technical problems that were happening. Um, so ha- what's the technical update? Can you give us a technical update? Um, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say, but the data center that we're in is overheating badly uh, because the cooler system, the cooling system is not working. Um, and the temperatures are still going up, but not as much as it was before because they found they opened some doors and they've got some fans and stuff like that going. I don't know how that's helping, but it is. Well, so, it's like a baby that's good. Kevin, that the baby yeah. is getting sick and, and then you have to make it better, but it's only going to get better over time. Correct. Yeah, it's yeah. like the baby. Abed, are you familiar with the baby? <laughs> no, is that a rapper? Yeah, he's like a rapper or something. I don't know. Well, thanks for the technical update, Kevin. Um, that's that's interesting. Uh, we're still in the air though for now. Um, Abed, I don't know if you remember, but the last time you were on the show, uh, we read an email, and I thought it was a lot of fun because I would read the email. And then you would kind of just be talking about your reaction in real time to the email, essentially. My reaction. Yeah, you'd be like live reacting to the email, essentially. So I thought maybe we can read another email and, you know, see if we can recapture some of that magic. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love reading emails because um, I was on another podcast years ago. I won't say the name, but my favorite part was when they would read the emails. Yeah. How, how how many re- emails did you say you read every day? I read lots, but I don't like them. <laughs> Mine sure, are all yeah. business. I, a, I'm a first-time writer, long-time reader of emails, you know? <laughs> emails aren't fun. No. Email, I've lived and died by emails due to work, and they yeah. suck. Well, this email hopefully is fun. Um, it's written by Dalton. He writes, Hey, Spencer and Kevin, I've been watching Scavenger's Rain since Spencer mentioned it on a pod a few weeks back. It's really, really good. Rain? It's a show that's on HBO Max, uh, Abed. You got to check it out. Um, oh, but, yeah. It's a cartoon, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon. But Someone Dalton really liked it. it the other day. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he says, uh, the art style is kind of jarring at first, but I ended up liking it. The show is really intense, and it grapples with a lot of different social and mental dynamics without being preachy. Glad you mentioned it. I think I remember Spencer was watching or reading One Piece a while back. How's that going? Where are you at? Are you enjoying it? It was one of my all-time favorites. 
Where are you um, at? Where are you enjoying One Piece, Spencer? Because I've I, I'm caught up with One Piece, so I'm current. Um, I think it's really good. You're caught up? Um, yeah. Isn't there like a thousand issues? Yeah, I read it in like a month, basically. You read a thousand issues in a month, manga? Yeah, yeah. It was what? pretty. My hand was really hurting, and I was really tired by the end of it. But it was Have really good. Have you read good. JoJo? Uh, no, I. JoJo's um, really good. I've JoJo's watched the good. JoJo, but I haven't read it yet. Oh God, the yeah. manga Spencer is so good. It's it's some of my favorite art in in yeah. manga. It's like that and Berserk are like the maybe best I got to check it out for Steel Ball Run. Yeah, I just caught up with Berserk too, and that's a bummer. Berserk is hunt, awesome. So I wish so I wish awesome. it would be uh, you know. I wish, I wish the die. guy would come back to life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that sucked, dude. I got into it and he had just died, and I was so bummed out because like it's yeah. been going since the nineties. I know. It's like, man, he should have gone faster. <laughs> well, I worry about I worry about George R. R. Martin like dying before that next fucking book. Well, it seems like he's just not going to write that book. I think that's no. It's coming out two thousand twenty-five. He said that's that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Let me finish. We'll finish the email. Do you guys have any other recommendations for good TV? Also, what's up with the word recommendations? Like, I want to spell it with two C's and one M. Is that just me? So, is that how you? How do you like spelling recommendations, Abed? Uh, I spell it the way it's spelled, right? With two Whoa. C's and two M's. Well, yeah, maybe don't think of that. Like, do it that way instead. I'm a know? spell person. I know how to spell. I like it. You're like a classic spell check situation. I, I don't need spell check. Do you have recommendations for good uh, TV? Abed? I just you watched love Slow TV. Horses and it's brilliant. It's my favorite Slow show. Slow Horses with Gary Oldman. It's like on Apple Originals, but it's fucking great. It has like the vibe of Peep Show meets The Wire, but British. Mm-hmm. And the main guy, Gary Oldman, is like a Columbo type. Kevin, I think Kevin. Would okay, play. it's yes, great. It's fucking great and i've seen all the seasons there's three and now i have to wait for season four which sucks yeah uh, i'm not maybe. watching anything right now i it's guess only, only murders in the building would you say wow uh i was saying that only murders in the building is a show that you could watch i yeah. heard it wasn't good i think it's good it's i'll, I'll you know, watch it but like i i don't like watching what everyone's seen does that make sense? That's fine. Yeah. I'd rather watch something that's like Bad Sisters that no one is talking about, but it's as good as Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Bad Sisters. What's oh, Bad it's Sisters? fucking amazing. Oh, Spencer, that show is unbelievable. It's Irish. Should Should Dalton check out Bad Sisters? Yes. I like that okay. more than Slow Horses, but Slow Horses is pretty good. One's Irish, one's British. Because like, mm. I think the best shows come from England and uh, Australia and Canada, like we, our television has gone down. Like we're, we've been making a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the studio system. Like I think our system is worse than uh, Apple's the other really country. good, and so it Netflix. I don't know. Um, Apple and Prime has some good stuff, but that's about it. Yeah. All right. Let's read one more email. I think um, this one's from Nathan. He says. I have a segment idea for the show. Spencer plays D&D with ChatGPT as DM with Kevin with Kevin feeding it your actions and reading you the output. It's a marriage between two other beloved segments, playing D&D and making fun of AI. Uh, you'd have if to set up custom AI, instructions. How would you make fun of, 
I mean, don't you think making fun of it is not using it? Well, uh, sometimes we generate stuff that's made by AI and then be like, wow, this is really bad, and we laugh at it. So that's one way we use AI. Oh, I see. What, yeah. No, that's yeah. funny. I, I would do that too, yeah. Yeah, it's harder to do that these days, but back when it was first starting, it was a lot easier. But um, What makes it harder uh, now? It's... they. I don't want to say the computers have gotten better, but they've gotten more consistent. And the inconsistent results that they used to come up with were more funny than the more consistent results they come up with now, which are neither good nor particularly interesting anyway. It's just this kind of like, like boring trash. Like, this is like a baby too, because AI is a baby. It'll be like, well, when it was starting out and figuring out words, it was funny. But now that it knows words, it's less funny and more like... I've what have I created? I've created a, a monster. <laughs> yeah, which is also actually a lot like Dub Baby as well. Um, Who you is Dub Baby? I mean, like he's a he music rapper. Up. He's a rapper. It's like I don't know the the audience like that knows about him. I don't. It's uh, it's fine. Like he's not gonna bother you. I don't think you know. Well, I but, like uh, classic hip hop, but like new rap is just it's sunk to a fucking horrible low. I know this is unpopular, but when I listen to well, it, I don't know what they're saying. You have this big stance that you like to take against YouTube rappers, right? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, my one of my favorite rappers I found on Instagram, actually. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't Who's matter. That? Her name's Poison I Ivory, but she's really good. Um, okay. Oh, and Creation, I like. She I, she was on YouTube. Sure, yeah. I, you remember Creation. Creation. Of yeah. course, we all know Creation. But I don't have a problem with YouTube rappers. I just have a problem with bad rap. Like, I hear so many rappers that are just bad. Like, right. they just mumble. They don't. In the 90s, rappers like Farside and Tribe Called Quest, it's like they had rhyme skills. Like, when you heard them rhyme, it was clever. And you liked the sound of their voices. Right, know? yeah. Or the guy from Roots, uh, Black Thought. Yeah. No, I agree. I just think that, you know, the YouTube rappers are fine. I don't think they're that bad. There's good um, ones and bad <laughs> ones, but I think there's more bad ones is the problem. Yeah, no, for sure. I hear you. Um, okay, let me keep on this email. What makes the baby good, real quick? I don't I'm not saying no no one here is saying the baby's good. That's not what this is about. You know, he just is a person and uh Oh shit, I muted my mic. And I he do sounds like, open like Mike Eagle and um, uh, Kendrick Lamar is good. Yeah, those are those are very talented rappers. I like talent. Are, it's like I don't like if some idiot is just like getting high and trying to rap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like that personally, but oh, you know I whatever. It. I just hold think, on. Like you gotta can't waste my time with nonsense. I think waste my time. You know, if it's music. That's your job is to waste my time, you know? Yeah, but you could be listening to, like, ultra-magnetic MCs. Like, there's better stuff that will blow your mind. Where you're like, how does a person talk that fast and make that much sense that quickly? Yeah, for sure. Or Mr. Lif. I, Check out Mr. Lif. L-I-F. Now, that guy can I'm, fucking rap. I just think Soldier Boy was good, you know? I'm, I'm cool with Soldier Boy, yeah. All right, all right. Well, he's a classic YouTube rapper, but okay. All right. I, I've heard stuff and I like it. So uh, he, this guy writes, it's up to you how much backstory you want to give it uh, give it for the world and yourself. Um, 
what else? I've read that a difficulty with AI DMs is their poor memory. Um, I tried a little bit and it kind of works. Uh, love the show. Love you both. Oh, and he provided some, some custom instructions we can mess around with. So we might have to mess around with that at some point. I don't know. Custom We've kind of done stuff like that. Custom instructions for the AI to do D&D stuff, you know? I see. So this person has like a cheat code. That's that's more or less the idea, yeah. Like a game genie for um, AI. <laughs> that's an old reference. Yeah. Someone was just talking about Game Shark the other day. I don't remember why, though. Game Shark? What's that? Yeah. It's like Game Genie. Oh. It's you had a just, Game Shark. Uh, I had a Game Genie. What was Game Shark for? It was for different ones. I had one for the PlayStation. I had one for uh, the Game Boy Advance. I loved Game Boy Advance. That was like my favorite, right? Portable system, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was a good one. My friend redid did one and gave it to me. So it's like has an emulator. Yeah. I got all the Metroid stuff. Those are sweet. Those are, they have some nice ones these days. And the Castlevania and stuff. Games, right, were great. Yeah. I only played a couple were, Castlevania games. The um the first Castlevania game that was on Game Boy Advance was like my favorite game. Like Trial of Sorrow or something, right? Mm-hmm. Tale of Sorrow. Anyway. Yeah. That was that was like a game changer. Not not to put a pun on it. It was a change. I can't. I can't think of a change pun game. either. A change gamer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know it's like video games. Abed is Magic the Gathering, and yes, you I'm play Magic fan. the Gathering. So what's you know let's talk about Magic the Gathering? Well, I love that Lord of the Rings set. That shit was like awesome. Why would you love it so much? Because I'm a big Lord of the Rings person. So and you thought it did a good job making it like. Yes. Lord and of the Ringsy. I love Lord of the Rings and I love magic, so it was like two things I love put together and I, I bought like a bunch of those cards and like all the cards are cool. Like the art, the uh characters you get are interesting. Um it was fun. The ring thing is a little stupid, but I get that they're trying something new, right? Yeah. I thought the ring stuff was fine, uh, but whatever, you know, I don't know. Uh, unless, do you, do you mean the one ring, like, that was really expensive? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, oh, I don't yeah. like that, yeah. Oh, no, that's kind of cool. What I mean was that they changed these rules so that when you play, remember, like, you get a ring and then you do a second thing and then a third thing, like a song. Yeah, the ring like, ability, I yeah. wasn't really into that. Yeah. Because it's almost like I'm I'm distracted enough having to like kill the other player. I don't got to worry about some ring and its abilities. Yeah. So for the folks at home, they the Lord of the Rings set. They added this new mechanic that was on some of the cards, and it was to symbolize getting like tempted by the ring as the ring tries to like exert control over you. And basically, how it works is you'd get more and more abilities as the game progressed. Um, but it was just complicated. I think it's overall people like the mechanic, but it is—it's it's, kind of complicated. I don't know about you, Spencer, but I'm not a genius. So when I play, I have like a one-track mind. So I'm trying to think about the cards I have in my hand, how I can destroy Savon, 
and like because I'm playing Savant. Because like you're he's always thinking one, about destroying. I'm always Savant. thinking about destroying him first because I know that the minute I let him get too powerful, he's gonna wipe me out. Like just like that. Because wow. <laughs> we used to play one on one, and he would always beat me like every time, and mm-hmm. I was frustrated because like I made his deck, and I was like, he's beating me up my own deck, and he was starting out, but now he's good. He's like gotten better. So he's like thinking about his deck and how he's going to structure it to destroy me. And it's like, you know, but anyway, that's so distracting. I can't be thinking about ring tempting me and its powers. Like, I just remember Spencer. It's like, there's enough to worry about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not my kind of mechanic just because it's like the, how it works is basically you get these little abilities that add up to an advantage over time. And it's like you can be trying to get a bunch of the bonuses all the time, or you can just get them a couple times or whatever. There's different ways to approach it. But either way, it's just not my style. I'm like, I don't want to be fucking fiddling with all this stuff to get a bunch of little bonuses over a long period of time and then like use those to win the game. I just want to like do some weird, crazy shit. Like, I don't want to be tempted by the ring, you know? Like, well, you're, you're so. good at magic, Spencer, but you're also like, like you frighten me. Like I can't play you because you're like <laughs> you you bring out in like two turns you're able to like wipe the floor with me. And it's like I love playing magic, but I guess you're good when there's more people. Cause you're but your brother's like that too. But I, I feel like, like you don't talk either. like Okay. Do you because, think about him like that too? Well no, he it's weird with him because the only reason other people win when he plays is because he's kind of trying to he knows he could kill us, but he's just having fun. You know what I mean, and that bugs me, because I'm sure. like, if you have a good, you have good stuff, and you can kill us, kill us, because we need to learn to get better. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, with you though, you're a lot more fun, but you're also terrifying, and you know that because you're just so good. <laughs> well, I have a lot of weird decks, and sometimes the weird decks do crazy shit that I didn't expect. One time we were playing with Abed and some other people. We were playing this big group game, and I have a deck that like. It never wins. It always loses. It's one of the worst decks that I have. It's not like the worst deck that I have, but it's just not good. And um, we were playing a multiplayer game, which is slower than normal. So for whatever reason, like I started getting going with my deck, which is bad. And it's bad because it's slow. But it started going, and I just made a bunch of slimes and oozes and stuff. And then everyone's <laughs> like, "What are you? what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, this is like... This deck has literally never performed like this ever in any circumstance. Like slimes and oozes. <laughs> and then so then everybody else's takeaway from that game is like, oh wow, Spencer's impossibly good at magic. And I'm like, this deck that has never fucking worked once that I always liked because it could technically is capable of doing stuff like that. It just never yeah. does. Right. Like it, it did really well and it was cool, but now it makes me look like an asshole who is like <laughs> showing up to try and crush everyone and like lie about how good his deck was because like, Oh, he's saying the deck is bad and it just went off like that. It's like, no, it well, is. But yeah. You're, you're better than everyone. So when you say something's bad, it's still good. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm being, I'm trying to be like realistic. That's the thing is I think everyone filters it like through what they think of me as a player. And it's like, it's not. Don't just you play Magic guy. with one of the guys from Cobra, Cobra Kai? I don't know who you're talking about. Maybe. One of the know. actors from the show. I don't, I don't think so. I think what, you do. Who, who do you think I'm playing Magic with? The Mohawk Kid in Cobra. The Have you seen Mohawk Cobra Kai? Kid. 
Uh, no, I haven't. Um, Maybe that's Cobra why you don't recognize Kai. him. I met that kid at like Magic Mountain. Um, it was like a night of the stars. Like all the stars from WB came, and I saw Trent Reznor get on a roller coaster. <laughs> and also, oh, I saw Steve Urkel, <laughs> Jacob Bertrand. We were yeah. yeah we played. Um, I didn't know that was him, but we no, played. Uh, I hung out with him at Magic, Magic Mountain. Magic yeah, You hung out with him, huh? Well, he was like in line, and I was like, he was with the, the girl from Cobra Kai. So me and my friend Elizabeth, you know her, we were both like, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's the kids from Cobra Kai. So we, I, I was less nervous than her, and I'm like, hey, we're big fans, and you guys are great, and they were really nice and talked to us for like a while, and then we went on rides with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah he was he, I, I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai so I was like excited to like he's a nice guy yeah that was the only time I ever played magic with that guy he was really nice but yeah I didn't I didn't know oh did oh, you uh, demolish him uh <laughs> I guess I did yeah the thing is the thing is Ahmed like when I play against other people in magic that's not what I am because I play with people who actually play magic and are good oh, at are magic yeah so like that's i'm not because you're playing a peacock like me so it's like uh of course you're going to destroy me but because i haven't played uh spencer in like years mm-hmm. so the mat the the lord of the rings thing was exciting because i'm like oh i want to play magic again and yeah. um, found people like aaron and savant and you that that actually play yeah i want to play more magic with you guys that was fun um it was fun we we uh you didn't draft with us but we were drafting cards and that was i would draft i'm not opposed to that you guys just did that when i wasn't around or whatever (laughs) right behind your back (laughs) yeah all right guys you know busy let's do it yeah well we're basically out of time uh do you have anything you got to plug abed just my patreon it's my name abed gaze uh, but also soon. Oh, my show next week. Uh, watch my show here on Shrabo uh, Video, two thirty. Right, Kevin. What are you gonna do next? I week? have a guest. She's a musician. She's very talented. Awesome. That's yeah. cool. I'm excited because I've hung out with her a lot, but never had her on. And she's got a really good uh, album mm-hmm. that hopefully we get to talk about. Awesome. Well, that's great. What about you, Kevin? Anything to plug? Nope, just check out ShroudHomeVideo.com on Sunday nights and watch us live and check out everything we have here and, you know, come next weekend and watch both this show and Ovid, hopefully. Yeah. Check out Ovid's show, everybody. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and this show. No, thanks for having check me. out this show. But, yeah, thanks for coming. We got to have you on again. Absolutely. Maybe talk some more magic. Maybe we got to play live magic on the podcast. I'd love to, Spencer. I have decks yeah. that are really good that we didn't. I didn't play you with. Yeah, exactly. No, we can make it good. Um, all right, but that's that's I guess the show. Until next time, we like to uh, end the show each week in the same type of way every single time. Even the words I use to describe the way we like to do it each week the samely. So, until next time, Abed, say something. Oh, see you later. Thanks for having me. See ya.